Can I say something in a non-condescending way? Yeah. You remind me of a young me. Uh, that's that's not what I want to hear. <laughs> Brunch, hit it, boys. You ever act like you're up to something? Act like I'm up to something? I don't have to act because I'm usually up to something. That's true. But like, are you ever not up to something and maybe act a little uh, like a little mischievous, a little uh, suspicious? Is that like when your life gets boring and you just want to pretend that you're doing something exciting? <laughs> That's probably the root of it. If you want to trace it all the way back. Yeah. Why? What have you been pretending to be up to these days? It was just a one time thing, but it was like. It was an example of something I do actually kind of often, and I caught myself doing it. I had to do a, I had to make a photocopy of my driver's license. So I went to Staples, made a photocopy of my driver's license. Left, ran around, did some more errands, blah, blah. Realized, shoot, I must have left my driver's license at Staples. So I went to Staples, and I went to the photocopy area. There's no one in sight. Driver's license is gone. So I go to the cashier, and I'm like, hey, uh, I think I left my driver's license here earlier. I was making a photocopy of it. And he's like, hey, uh, you see a driver's license? And this guy's like, yeah, I saw it in the photocopier earlier. I'll, I'll go get it now. And I did the whole, oh, my God, you guys, you, you are really bailing me out here. This is, oh, like... Man, you're saving me a, a lot of trouble. Thank God. I, I was gonna go crazy if I had to get it I had to go order another driver's license and they gave it to me. And then I walked out and I was doing the oh man, thank you so oh boy, you guys are lifesavers. And then as soon as like my back was to them, I did like the, my my face just like went away. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That story sucks. Like no, like as though I had like tricked them, as in like that wasn't my driver's license at all. <laughs> So stupid. You're such a fucking idiot. (laughs) I love doing little shit like that. And that's only entertaining for me. Like if if somebody else was walking in as I was doing it, they'd be like, you just steal the driver. Yeah. You just, I don't know. But I was just wondering if anybody else does that. Mm. I guess I'm only asking Mm. one person and you're boring. So Mm. you probably aren't. Probably not. Enough to do something. Uh, You want to know like a cool thing that's happened to me lately? What? Uh, and it's all because of you, kind mm. of, I think. Uh, I've become somewhat of like an ambassador for people with bad skin. Really? Yeah, like we talked about it just before we got on this oh, yeah. uh, on this podcast. There was like a thing going around about this girl who is like standing up to her cystic acne yeah. and kind of being like, whatever, I don't need to hide it. I'm yeah. just going to embrace who I am. I'm yeah. beautiful and, and like good for her. But like people send me that story. Like brunch listeners, really? Yeah, because we talked about it on the past, and you, you've like said like you're a, you're like you always bring up your bad skin, right? That's and so true. you're a survivor, <laughs> you're right? So people have sent me that, and it's kind of cool. That is cool. That's like a fun little thing to share. Were you a confident acne haver? Absolutely not. Because I will Absolutely say, not. as like a as a, a total non acne person, never had it. Uh, like I've I, canceled dates. Uh, see, from like because I had a breakout. Mm. I've had dates canceled on me because because <laughs> your face they looks like going it on does a date normally. With me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were uh, like, "Oh, it's no, with you." I, I was like the least confident acne haver in the world because I'll say I um, 
acne was never like a, a turnoff or anything like that for me as a non-acne person. And I always, um, I just always wondered how people fucking dealt with it. If it like would really get in their heads because like the smallest fucking other thing for me would get in my head. If yeah. I had like, I, I used to have like a tiny little like black spot on my nose. It was fucking microscopic. And the first time I always noticed it and I was always like, this is fucking disgusting. Who could love me? And the first time, Somebody noticed it. It was one of my friends who'd known me for like seven years, and she was like, "Huh, I never noticed you have a tiny little thing on your nose." And then I got it removed, like right after. <laughs> Jesus, it's like Christ. that's it. This has held me back for way too fucking long. <laughs> so yeah, like props to people who were just like, "Yeah, fuck this." I, I got. Yeah, this she shit. was like, she's because like a seventeen-year-old girl or something like that, and she's like, "Nah, fuck it." Mm-hmm. Like I was like a twenty-three, twenty-four-year-old somewhat man mini man mm. and i was like well, i'm not going out in public when i have fucking three pimples fuck this yeah i was weird like i i this this is gonna sound so like backhand or whatever but like like i would find people who had fucking acne and clearly didn't give a fuck about it and it, not in like uh they're not worried about it not they don't they don't care about they it, just don't let just it like, like prohibit right. them from doing yeah, anything like, they still have fucking like swagger and everything as they fucking should because i know that I fucking wouldn't. If my elbow's oh, yeah. itchy for a day, I fucking lock myself up for a month. But it was, I mean, it's kind of cool because now uh, I tweeted I tweeted that story and I was like, good for this girl because she fucking has way more balls than I did when I had acne. Yeah. Uh, and now like people are like in my mentions and stuff talking about acne and it's, it's cool. It's always interesting, especially now that 280 characters exist. I read your tweet and... Uh, it's always fun reading a positive tweet from you because there's so many, <laughs> there's so much space, <laughs> there's so many, there's so much space for it to become the joke. And when it never does, you finish it, you're like, oh, that was nice, I guess. But <laughs> like, it was weird. Like, I wanted you to, in that moment, I was disappointed that you weren't mean to kids with acne. <laughs> That's fucked. Uh, I would never do that. Um, yeah, but good, good for, uh, for those people. Um, we're a few days removed from uh, our last episode. We, yes. we skipped Monday, by the way, yeah. uh, out of respect for Martin Luther King Jr. Yes. So uh, we're not racist. Yes. How did you like the crossover episode? Uh, the crossover crossover episode worked way better than I thought it would, to be honest with you. It worked uh, way longer than I thought it would. Not in the final product. How? Yeah. They which got down Jeff, to like Jeff edited that. I did it in like the, the like right after it happened. We mm-hmm. recorded like a three hour podcast. He spent how God knows however much time editing it. Yeah, cut cut like out, out an hour and didn't lose really anything. Yeah, so fucking unbelievable job by Jeff. Uh, yeah, who has been a goddamn saint in this pro- process. Like he he's made the promos and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Done the graphics. Uh, yeah, I thought it was great. I mean, I. I had a little hesitation going into it with it being five voices and mm-hmm. and you know. You're a dominant voice. Who sure am, cowboy. Sure loves to to talk and command conversation. I uh, I would say my voice is uh, can always be used. Yes, that's the yes. that's the way that's by you. Put it. Uh, put it. So I thought that it worked really really well. Um, I think that the best possible feedback that you can get on something like that is that I uh, a few people said I've never seen these movies i had i've only seen like two of these movies and i was still entertained throughout the entire thing so uh that was really cool well yeah that's 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 just us that's no one ever knows the fuck we're talking do you think that anybody (laughs) knows what we're talking about when we talk about stuff on brunch 
That's what makes us so good. We can talk about anything, and it's listenable to people. Don't ask me how we fucking do it. We're just fucking good like that. How do you uh, How do you feel about the uh, the future prospects of doing another crossover episode Did with you... them or anybody else? We just fucking did it. Relax. Give me like <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's that's been a thing that's happened uh, in the days since. Is that I just got been... fucking married, and you're asking when we're having a kid. <laughs> Right. No, there's there's been a lot of people asking us, uh, like, hey, you should do a crossover episode with this person or this this podcast yeah, or whatever. Yeah, so when do we listen it's, to people on Twitter? We did one. We yeah. knocked it out. Let us have our uh, honeymoon stage yeah. or, or, of just us fucking each other again yeah, let for a us, while. Yeah. Uh, I, another thing that we're getting a lot of... Uh, so the Killers are touring, and <laughs> yes. now every time anyone goes to a Killers concert, they take a picture of Brandon Flowers and right. send it to us. That is the shit that I like, because oh, yeah. it only happens like once or twice a day. And it's and always the exact same tweet. It's like, hey, you think Brandon Flowers is going to hey, suck his dick think, tonight? think he's going <laughs> to suck his own dick? And every time, I'm like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Pretty excited. Boston folks, I don't know. I didn't go to that show. I don't know if he sucked his own you-know-what. Uh, speaking of concerts... Again, Moo evades me. Always. I've I've bought tickets to Moo concerts probably more than I bought tickets to any other concerts, and I've only seen her like three or four times. Did you buy tickets to this show? Yes. What's happening? Uh, you can't go? The, oh, the AFC Championship, and then... Well, then you're an idiot if I'm you I'm just going to watch the... No, no, I, I knew, but I, I was... I was like, who knows? Maybe I won't care about the NFC Championship because the the Patriots are the first game, right? And I uh, I kind of want to watch the NFC Championship which, overseeing uh, Moo. Yeah, that's stupid. You're wrong. It's no, because uh, it'd be a whole thing. I'd have to like bring a change of clothes to work, and I'd have to drive there, and then I wouldn't drink, and it would just be a fucking thing. You're you're an idiot. It's the Vikings are going to win and then they're going to lose in the Super Bowl. And it's like the cockiest thing in the world. But the fact that as a Patriots fan, like every year I just like look to see when if there's like something that's happening around the date of the AFC championship and or Super Bowl, mm-hmm. I like block those days off being yeah. like, I'm I'm not going to be able to do anything. The mm-hmm. Patriots are going to be in the AFC championship and the Super Bowl. So uh, that happened again this year. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to watch the I, I kind of want the Eagles to win, actually. I mean, I wouldn't hate the Eagles winning, but they're not going to win. It's gonna the Vikings are gonna win. I don't know. Neither of those teams are that good. The Vikings' defense is nasty. Yeah, and Stephon Diggs, most hilarious shit in the world. <laughs> what a fucking play! That's I hate the fuck when people are like, "Oh man, I feel bad for people who don't enjoy sports." Why they fucking enjoy something else? <laughs> like, they, they don't. They don't like fucking die. <laughs> it's not like when we're watching sports, they're like. I do often wonder, like, staring at a refrigerator. I do often wonder, like, sports consumes so much of my life that I'm Mm. like, what what do other people do? Mm. Like, what do people do at this time? Mm. Like, every, like, what do people do on weekday nights? Mm. Because every weekday night, mm. I watch sports. I watch hockey or I watch basketball, like, or I go to the movies, but, like... Do people just go home and like binge watch TV every? Oh, night? that that used to depress me a lot. Like when I first got out of college, a lot of my friends who had nine to fives and everything, and I had an exciting job, and I was still like, um, like I'm I'm I was still always looking to do more, looking to find more fun shit to do, and my friends with nine to fives who had just get up, go to work. This is gonna depress so many of our listeners. I'm sorry. Who just get up, go to work, like come home, have dinner watch TV for a little, and then go to sleep. 
I was like, oh my god, that seems fucking horrible. Yeah, it does. <laughs> like you're uh, you go w- walk to a bar or something. That's depressing too. But I feel like anything the, mix it up. The man. best thing that sports fans have for them is like a schedule of things to plan for after their nine to five or something like that. Mm. Like if you're a sports fan, you can say, okay, the Bruins are playing tonight at seven. The Celtics are playing tonight at seven 30. Like you have that to look forward to during your nine to five. And you like know that you're going to be busy and like making plans around that thing. But like, if you're not a sports fan and you just don't give a shit at all, you're just like, oh, I'll just go home and watch TV, or I'll just go home and play video games for like four hours. That's it's a, I mean, to each their own. Mm. But They're I like, wrong. I like the uh, the aspect of having something to plan around, dude. I mean, honestly, I have it the best. I love sports and I love doing fun shit. So there's never like, a, there's a lot of times I choose to do nothing. That's called hashtag depression. <laughs> but like. If I want to do something, I can fucking find something. And people who, like, and I always think, like, people who aren't really into music, people who don't like seeing live music, I think the same way that the hardcore sports fans are like, oh, man, I feel bad that you don't like sports. uh, People who are sports fans have, like, a sinus issue. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I used to be like, fuck, like, who doesn't like going to concerts? Who doesn't like live music? Then what the fuck do you do? And that's the other thing. Sports and those, th- th- those are like the two things. I'm in the both. I'm kind of a catch. <laughs> sure, man, if you have to sell yourself. Mm. Uh, oh, I don't. Uh, I do. I, I think that it, the uh, the sports angle, like the, uh, it sucks if you're not a sports fan. Mm-hmm. It's, it is tough to uh, duplicate like the shit that happened uh, in the, the Viking Saints game. Like, how are you going to find that yeah. in like its purest form? And, and uh, elsewhere like you'd have to have like a crazy ass fucking movie or tv thing like if, if that's your your scene yeah. like you'd have to have something fucking absolutely that blows your mind and it doesn't happen as often as it happens in sports and also it's like you don't share it the same way that you you don't share that moment in a movie the way that you share the like sports thing there's right. not like that you remember where you were when it right. happened there wasn't the like Oh, my friend said this was going to happen because if your friend said anything during the fucking movie, then that's no friend of mine, <laughs> pal. Uh, so, yeah, I guess, yeah, I think we sell sports a little short. Sports are fucking awesome. I've I've scaled back my sportsness uh, in the past year or so mm. with like the new job. I've scaled it, it up, which is you scaled it up on like the basketball, the basketball yeah. end. Uh, like I'm kind of taking it more from like uh, I'm taking like a step back and then being like a casual more casual sports fan can I say something in a non-condescending way yeah you remind me of a young me uh, that's that's not <laughs> what I want to hear <laughs> no like you're like you're you're like me uh when brunch first started and better because if I'm it me. was me yeah <laughs> um but like sports is your thing but you're like really getting into other shit. Yeah, you're you're spreading your fucking wings. I hope I'm less annoying on Twitter than you were when you and you got like you, when you spread your wings on Twitter. It's like a fucking wild time. When I is this present tense or past tense? Uh, spread. It's it's still ongoing. I would say, but you don't understand. I know that. But you enjoy the, right? Yeah, I like, like I. Yeah. 
I could easily not do that. Right. But but you enjoy it. I again. She's very. <laughs> you're the Mall of America on Twitter. Yeah. I'm the fucking what's the record store in California where people fucking fly thousands of miles to go to this this one record store that there's only one of. I don't know. It's not. It's not as big. It's not as. Some people might say it's not as good. Some wrong people might say it's not as good. <laughs> but for a specific thing you can't get anywhere else, stop by old fucking DJ underscore Bean. We'll treat you right. Good good for you. Uh, one thing that we haven't talked about yet on the show, which is kind of wild, uh, Lena Waite's new show, The Shy. Yeah. Which Two is, episodes in yeah. on Showtime. Uh, oh, we have talked about it, actually. We've talked about how you watched it, mm-hmm. uh, and I didn't. Yes, and now we've both watched it. Now we've it. both watched it. Uh, there was no new episode this I know, week, I was, I was very bummed. upset about that. I, was, I had it in my head that we were going to talk about the third episode. Yeah, um, but I watched the, uh, the first two episodes episodes and the first one yeah <laughs> wow. first one's just an all-time and you, i mean you you told me that it was like a, a really great premiere mm-hmm. and i thought you were maybe blowing a little, a little smoke i don't do it pandering mm-hmm. a little bit pandering. um but no the first episode of that show is phenomenal yeah and it is, does a really really great job of setting up characters that you care about um and i am very very interested in the show moving forward yeah if you liked um if you liked every season of The Wire, you're going to like this because <clears throat> it's Southside Chicago, but at every level. It's like what, where The Wire was like. I hate to compare seasons, it to The Wire. I, know, and everyone's I hate gonna fucking to do compare it. it to The Wire everyone's because gonna do it's it. just like, yeah. oh, you can't make a show and it's, without fucking comparing it to The right. Wire. Uh, but it, it, it does have like a lot of Wire aspect to it. But it's whereas The Wire would have seasons that focused on adults, teenagers, or kids. Kids were always in some way involved in The Wire, but it was really, obviously, the the final two seasons that were really hardcore on the the kids. But this is, like, right from the gate, you're completely invested in the the elementary, middle school storyline, the teenagers having kids storyline, the... uh, the young adult with a promising future who's put in an impossible situation storyline mm-hmm. and the adult storyline. It's, uh, but it doesn't feel like too much, you know? Yeah, no, it doesn't at all. And I think, I mean, through the first two episodes, the thing that I like most about it, and again, I hate to compare it to The Wire, but this is something that The Wire did super, super well. It's Was like put it, Kima in the show. <laughs> yes, yeah, Kima is actually in this one. But I hate, I hate Lena for making me hate uh kima because her character kind of sucks in this oh no well like she is like she's, well, she's very nasty like yes yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah but, but like, you can understand the anger a little bit um, yeah but i was gonna say one thing that the wire did really really well is like humanize the like there are criminals in the wire and uh like they're drug dealers and stuff but they humanize them and they're like they make you understand how they got to that point right and Obviously, in the south side of Chicago, there's like a shitload of gun violence mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, it's a tough place to live. Uh, and in this scene, this this series starts off with a murder. Right. Uh, and like it, it, the show does a really good job of showing like how how you get to that point and like it humanizes the people that are involved 
uh, from all angles right. and does a really good job of storytelling and providing like layers to that just so that you're not just like, oh, South Side of Chicago, there's a criminal, there's a criminal, right. there's a criminal. It's It shows how you get to that point in an environment like that. Right. They've set up already three different people who, uh, at the beginning of an episode, you wouldn't expect that they might commit murder. One of them already has. Uh, two of them haven't yet but a situation could arise in which they do even though they're established as certainly jason mitchell's case the other one i'm referring to is the kid who's just probably scared yeah Uh, i was getting followed now yeah um but yeah jason mitchell is gonna knock this out of the park uh if you haven't watched the show yet again i've said this on twitter you're not gonna know what the fuck we're talking about because we're gonna that this is good that's gonna be the home base show for this podcast while it's on you know like when the night of was on we would always circle back to the night of when uh when crashing's on we always circle back to crashing and that's back um we'll talk about that in a second but yeah this is gonna be one of those home base shows we'll have lena on to talk about it but fuck man i think we're getting to the point and we still text lena she still texts us she's the fucking best but but she is quickly becoming a fucking like way too fucking big for us (laughs) but not saying like it's getting there. It's already there. Like She's I fucking see huge. Lena Waithe mentioned in my timeline all the time by people who are not you, me, or Lena Waithe. It yes. used to be like Lena would retweet a story someone wrote about her. So like I'd always see stuff about Lena, and that's how I'd get like my Lena fix. But now you're watching like fucking talk shows, and people are talking. Like people will just like rattle off Lena Waithe's name. Mm-hmm. She is. Uh, I mean, to say an up and comer is it's, dumb that's because she's d- like doing well her disservice. Arrived, yeah, she is. She's like that hot shit. She's who everyone wants to work with, and for good reason. Uh, the last shot of the second episode of The Shy was fucking amazing. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, when he gets the news, and then he walks across the street. No, I don't know if I remember. The cop tells the murderer that oh, he murdered someone who maybe he yeah. shouldn't have murdered. And he Fuck, drops his that stuff, so good. walks across the street, and he's walking like kind of parallel to uh, the crosswalk. So you can see the straight line that he should be walking. And he's just going like, like and, 49 degrees. And the shit that always fucking gets me with, with uh, things like that, and when he was carrying groceries yeah. uh, and like had like a big night ahead of him, it always devastates me when I see like somebody buy something that they like that they they went and they got and they were excited about it yeah. and then they they get like a news broken to them and they just like immediately drop it yeah. or like throw it away or something like mm-hmm. that. It always kind of just fucking like devastates me when I see material things destroyed because of somebody's uh, like mental state. That's I don't know. It's a weird thing. thing No, I think it's a bad thing, but like it really gets to me. Yeah, I'm more worried about the person. No, Uh, but but like it shows how like they're not thinking about that shit. Like that that means nothing to them. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Like one thing can make something material just not fucking matter. Right. Uh, Uh, One thing that I texted you when I was watching the show is uh, Jason Mitchell's character is a chef, mm -hmm. and they have great scenes through mm. the first two episodes of him preparing food. Oh yeah. And there is like, I'm not a big person, person who watches like the food channel yeah. or anything like that. But when there is uh, well, food okay. always looks good. Let's get one thing out in the open. Food always looks fucking amazing on camera. Yeah. 
Espe- even in cartoons, you ever see a cartoon <laughs> person eating like that. a drumstick? Holy smokes. <laughs> uh, but like anytime I see food being prepared on TV and like especially in a like a very aesthetically pleasing sort of way. Yeah. Oh, that is the most fucking relaxing thing in the world. This it's is so awesome. The shy is overhead slice porn. A lot yeah. of overhead shots of Jason Mitchell doing the thing. You put the knife down. Hit at the bottom, give it that clean slice. Yeah. There's Look. so something so relaxing about that. Mm. Like uh, I love the movie Chef. We oh, talked yeah. about that. If you um, haven't seen that movie, then that movie's fantastic. Uh, that's a lot of food porn. I also love like the Phantom Gourmet. Yeah, uh, just watching that shit on like the weekend afternoons or Even weekend though, mornings. Th- that's all fake, I think, right? Yeah, I like, mean, like you, I you think to be on I it? think yeah, I think it's that's generally generally been discussed as like this show's kind of bullshit, right? Um, but I mean, it's still fucking amazing but to still, watch food like, being prepared. This burger with gobs of fries, and you're like, oh <laughs> yeah. fuck, I want gobs of fries, <laughs> right. and it's just like French fries, but it's something so soothing. That about must it. be a cool. Uh, you notice every like food TV show. The host does the voiceovers as well. That kind of make you you kind of have to do everything yourself. What? It's like I went to this place to try the sandwich, and he's eating the sandwich, talking to the guy who makes the sandwich, and like as he's biting into it, it's a voiceover of himself being like, "The sandwich felt good <laughs> in my mouth." Yeah, that is like a weird dynamic. <laughs> it's like. Here's me eating the sandwich. Like, how do you like? I imagine you're watching. They're playing you that video back as you're doing like the yeah. Like, but I guess the cheese. <laughs> but I get like, would you trust another guy to narrate uh, you eating a sandwich? That's true. They could like, be a little judgmental. Like, how the fuck does that guy know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> He's not eating the sandwich. <laughs> Looks like he loves the sandwich. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Yeah. I didn't eat it. <laughs> hey, save some for me. <laughs> We should do that. We should do brunch videos where, uh, where one of us each, one of us yeah. eats the sandwich, and then the other one tries to like do a voiceover and describe the situation. Yeah, seems Pete's loving the fries. And I just turned to the camera. I'm not. They're mediocre. Right. And then, uh, wait. I think you might have to. Be, I think you might have to be muted. Oh, really? Yeah. So like, you can do like uh, you can do nonverbal <laughs> nonverbal uh, cues. They just give like a thumbs up. And like, mm, so yeah. just be like, mm. <laughs> like maybe wave your hands a little bit. Be like, no, no, I, I don't. No. It seems that Pete is not loving. Want some more fry? <laughs> Eating the fry. Putting down the. What are you doing? Ah, <laughs> uh, that's a good idea. That's we'll store that one in the bank. Idea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you mentioned crashing. That's back this week. Yeah, and it was great. I thought it was. I thought it was and good. And I, I thought that the first season of Crashing was so overrated. I liked really? it a lot, but I thought it was so... Every, that it, surprised me because you've been like harping on Crashing coming back for I was excited, longer than yeah, I was. Very excited that it was coming back, and it's back, and it's good. But out that season one had like a lot of bad episodes. It had like two or three fucking lame episodes. Well, I think that it kind of struggled pushing through the uh, his wife storyline. Yeah. Because they had to keep going back to that, and I think they spent too much time on it, and like the fucking... I had enough with the religion stuff. I know that that was a huge part of his life yeah. or whatever. Uh, that was a huge part of, of this uh, of this premiere, too, mm-hmm. was, like, transitioning Pete from, uh, like, still goody-two-shoes religious Pete into kind of just having his mind blown in regards to religion yeah. and ushering in 
uh, a new segment of his life, I think. And I think that's that's what I was most excited about with the premiere was that we're getting to Pete being more of like a open lifestyle comedian. Yeah. So I uh, an amendment that needs to be made to the great voices, the great speaking voices discussion. Uh, Penn of Penn and Teller fame. I forgot what a what a set of pipes on that guy. And also just like the way that he presents himself and the way that he speaks. Like yeah. that guy could be bullshitting you to the high heavens. Yeah. I mean, for God's sakes, he's a magician, so he probably is That's most true. of the time. Uh, he could be bullshitting you to the high what heavens. What does it say about you that you're a fucking <laughs> magician? And what does it say about, but honestly, like what does it say about Penn that he's a magician and everybody kind of loves him? Like, yeah, I feel like everybody is, uh, Everybody is kind of bred to to not trust and kind of hate magicians. Yeah. And everybody loves that guy. So that just speaks to how well that he presents himself and how well he speaks. I think that I'm going to become a magician. You only need to do like two fucking tricks to be a magician. You need to be able to do a trick that's not with cards and then you're a magician. I don't think that you would be able to be a magician because you'd be like halfway through a trick and you'd be like, you know what? You guys are all just fucking idiots. You know what? This is what I'm doing. And you'd reveal the, the tricks behind it. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do it because I wouldn't want to put myself in the position where I'd be like, these fucking idiots. <laughs> right. You, I feel like you don't want to deceive people. Oh, so you're saying it is a nice thing. Okay. I, I sense the little, like, sassiness from you. Well, I feel like you would you would be sassy about it, mm. but, like, I think inherently you don't want to deceive people. I want people to be smarter, so that's why I tell right, you, you all these like, correct things. You'd be like, things. you fucking idiots, here's what I'm doing. Stop being so stupid. <laughs> I gotcha. Uh, I much appreciated um, Pete Holmes, and I don't think he's that great a comedian, but I much I appreciated either. Pete Holmes' bit about... I like, don't uh, think he's that interesting. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, like, and his people sto- love him. I know, and his story is interesting. Uh, like, just the fact that he was so fucking religious, and somehow... Is that true? in this world, yeah. Oh, I so I didn't even know that. Yeah, he was like a missionary. Oh, he really? went to college to uh, like be uh, uh, like a whether it's like a priest or something like that. Wow. But he was highly, highly religious, and like he married young f- to the first person that he ever had sex with, and then divorced. So like this is basically oh, like his biography. Had no clue, and so, she cheated on him. So. Ah, that stinks. Um, but his bit Doesn't really about though, because uh, he, his career took off afterwards. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, Phil Collins will tell you too. Getting cheated on isn't the worst thing in the world. A uh, lot of good songs off that. But um, his bit about uh, gullible people. Oh, oh, that was yeah, a great bit. Was I was like, if I'm, if I'm a comedian, that's a, that's the kind of bit I'd like to have. That's a joke I'd like. To I, tell. I think that was like the first actually funny stand-up bit that he's had in the series so no. far. I mean, I've... Oh, in the series? Yeah, 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 definitely. Right. Yeah, yeah in the series. Uh, have you seen his most recent stand-up? No. Everyone loves it. Did you see... Uh, we talk, Did we talk about the Chappelle stand-ups? Uh, we talked about it, I think, off-air, but mm. not... Those were really good. Those were better than the other two. I thought the first one was really good. I didn't get through the second one, which was like a, the more intimate Did, did you get to thing. the Michael Jackson part in the second one? Uh, I don't think so. He... Uh, I can't repeat it because he uses my one of my... Bottom three favorite words. Um, it's it? a hard F. Ooh. But he's talking about... Uh, what are your other two? <laughs> um, well, I mean, say the N-word's probably uh, in with, there. Yeah, like the, like the, the N-word and the F-word are like the, the two... The hard F-word. Never say that word near me kind of words. Yes. Um, the, the hard 
Yeah, I think both of those are like in the same category. Like, obviously, one has to come from a white person for me to be like, "Ooh, get away from me." Yeah, uh, but like hard F's for sure. Just like those oh, are like the man. two. There's no place for that yeah. word. Word. Uh, but um, he's talking about um, <laughs> if he's like, what if Michael Jackson actually was really well intentioned? And that he just wanted to hang out with these kids and show them a good time. And they were like, oh, are you trying to sleep with us? And he'd be like, oh, you, <laughs> like, he's like, oh, you bleep ass kids. <laughs> and like, uh, it was just a, a funny perspective that like Michael Jackson's this homophobic guy <laughs> who's like, oh, get the fuck out of here, you pervs to children um uh, so yeah love uh, making fun of kids yeah yeah that's that's really it those jokes are always good um uh, high maintenance is coming back too uh i'm excited for high maintenance which uh like i forget that it exists all the time but then yeah. when i'm reminded that it exists i'm like oh i love that show high maintenance <laughs> is what got me into wolfpack Really? It's, it's what made me get into Wolfpack. One of my friends had been telling me about Wolfpack forever, and I was doing the, oh, yeah, I checked them out. I love them. They're great. Cool. Stop fucking talking to me about Wolfpack. And then during the uh, credits of one episode, there's a song, and I was like, what the fuck is this song? This is the best song I've ever heard, and it was outro by Wolfpack, and that's that's just a fucking classic song. And then I checked out Wolfpack, and now I love them. If you guys don't like Wolfpack, you got to check them out. They're so, so, so good. Speaking of dead people, Dolores died. Ah, uh, oh, Cranberries, so good. Did and everybody not, likes the Cranberries. Did not expect to be distraught about the Cranberries in 2018 I got when I woke up today. this morning. I'm not a teary-eyed kind of guy, and I put on I Still Do, and I just, when her voice came in, I just got emotional. It really was, it really was like kind of like a weird self uh, reflection kind of moment where it's like I don't fucking love the cranberries like I'm like I rarely think about the cranberries I'm never like oh I need to hear some cranberries right, right now I probably know like a handful of songs by the cranberries but you know what I love every single yeah. one of them and like it's it's just like weird when you have that moment where you're like ah oh, did I really love them but like why am I so sad right. <laughs> they're well they're just one this is, I'm trying to think of other ones, uh, Chris Cornell, obviously, but they're one of the bands that, like, dates my life, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. like, you, like, the, the Cranberries were just a part of our fucking childhood, you yeah, know? Yeah, absolutely. Like, those songs were always around. Whenever I fucking, this is, sounds like a weird thing to say on the day that she died, but with the Cranberries, I just always fucking loved their drums, and whenever <laughs> I just like whenever I hear that sound, it's like I, I won't get get nerdy about it, but just like whenever I hear their drum sound, and it's so immediately identifiable. And a lot of people, Jack Antonoff, I can tell you, big big fucking Cranberries fan. When you listen to the songs that he produces, like I don't know, it just fucking takes me to the fucking mid nineties when that music and also a lot of not so good music was coming out. Man, and sure, her voice was fucking great. I tweeted this today. Uh, whenever someone's like, oh, she had such a unique gift, such an instrument, blah, blah, blah. Her voice actually was a fucking instrument. Yeah. It was like a fucking flute. It was like a guitar. It was, she could do anything. I thought you were going to, I was going to be pissed because I thought you were going with like the, you were going to be like, oh, shut the fuck up when people, when I hear people say that. But like, she is one of the few cases. She is one of the few cases where you're like, that voice is legitimately like a tool. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. 
Um, um, but yeah, I mean, like there are like five cranberry songs. I, I knew them and loved them. I think we actually had this conversation on the podcast like a year or two ago where it was like we t- discussed bands that didn't have a lot of hits, but you wish that they had more because you love. Yes, the I ones remember that this. We did. had to have mentioned them. I I said that the cranberries. I think that I the two ones that I highlighted were the cranberries and the Counting Crows. Yes, and did we have a debate about Counting Crows? Uh, maybe as to like whether or not they qualified. Yeah, we might have. They had know. like they were they're like borderline because they because they they're for they sure, were they, huge. they for sure they could do a. a greatest hits double album if they wanted to it would be a stretch it would be august and everything after basically yeah pretty much and accidentally in love yeah okay come and on come on no they they were like they, they were they were like a two songs an album kind of band yeah like a two song heater yeah sort of. i think they have enough to to disclassify their declassify them from the conversation but yeah uh, the cranberries i think for but sure like are fastball in there. has a greatest hits album <laughs> and they People only know two songs by them. They should know three. Man, you're an ocean. What a fucking song. That's a. I went back recently and I looked up. Uh, I don't know how I came across it, but it was an article in like a Texas newspaper that was like, "What the fuck happened to Fastball?" Like they're this local band. The way became a huge hit. Um, all the pain money can buy became this big selling album. Went platinum. All this shit. Number one on the charts. So to follow it up, they were like, all right, now let's make some real fucking good music. And they got Billy Preston and made a fucking song with Billy Preston. And everyone was like, nah. <laughs> we're all, like, seemingly, they did what music, musicians should do. Be like, all right, now that, we, now that we have the money to like, do some really cool shit, let's do the cool shit. And everyone's like, hey, we liked the, the, the weak shit. Please just give us more of that. I mean, I feel like that happens a lot where it's like a a band a band like gets gets famous off of like that kind they of like necessarily expecting. Yeah, well not that not that because like, like I don't think the, the the way couldn't have been like formulated to be like this is gonna a, be a, a smash. I'd be very surprised if I were to look that up on Wikipedia and find that they were like co writers, you know. But uh, that like the way that, that it happened to them is more confusing to me than like the way that it happens to to other people. Like we've always talked about like Ed Sheeran may makes like hits that are designed to be hits. Yeah. But, like, he is way more musically talented than oh, he yeah. leads on. And, like, it may not John translate. Too. Right. And it, like, may not translate to top 40 stuff. Yeah. But, like, Ed Sheeran should be making better music yes. than he is right now. Because, because he's bought be like himself the freedom. Situation. Because John Mayer can make music that he thinks is good. And it's incumbent and, like, on us to fucking trust him and buy it. Right, and like to go out of our way to check it out, right? But like people do that because it's John Mayer, and yes. he has the name totally appeal agree. that he built off of top forty hits. Totally like agree. Ed Sheeran is to the point now where like we would seek out Ed Sheeran's music if we found out that he was like releasing shit, and even if it doesn't translate to top forty, like he should be making way better music. You know who might do it kind of the best? This is weird because this is a person who does not seem to totally have their act together father john misty he makes he makes his own music the weird depressed shit that he wants to make it and then if he needs fucking checks he'll go co-write a beyonce song or like a lady gaga song or something like that and then he'll make like 20 other songs that just mock people (laughs) and like he i would say that like a pie chart of father john misty 
is like one third him making music that genuinely makes himself feel whole. Um, then like a little sliver of making music that'll make him a lot of money and buy him houses. And the rest of it is uh, just being an asshole to people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just like always find it uh, like really interesting to follow like the track of musicians mm. and how like their, uh, their, um, their like careers progress. Like another one that's super interesting to me is fucking Maroon Five, who got oh yeah crazy popular yeah, and like could have kept making awesome music totally. But and I don't even want to. I don't even want albums. I don't even want to say that they sold out because like I think you people were, just aren't prepared for what comes next because right. I'm sure that they spent years grinding and trying to make it big. And then, but they did make it big, yeah. And like, I don't even, I don't even think you can call it selling out because they were like, they were making smash albums, right? They could and have, making a shitload of money, yeah, if, and I, were well respected. And then all of a sudden, it was just like Adam Levine taking over and be like, you know what? I'm just gonna make the most obnoxious pop songs, and somehow yeah. still fucking like he's, God bless him, he's made a shitload of money and is, and a huge star. But the music, for the most part, sucks. He makes bad pop music so bad that I can promise you, "Thundering" will never be a thing with a Maroon Five song. Like it's it's so eye roll worthy that I don't think you or I will ever uh, like find we don't, it funny enough. Right? We don't. We would never want to support it in yeah. that way. We'd be like, like every time I, even when I, like I have, there are Maroon Five songs where I have been like, or post Maroon 5 Adam Levine yeah. songs where I'm like, oh, I fucking hate that yeah. this is catchy and I kind of like it. That The one, uh, I think it was like called like Sugar or something. That oh, one yeah. was really Dr. good. Dr. Luke. Uh, was that a Dr. Luke production? Sure was. That was a really good song uh, or, you know, I will admit that I liked that song. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I just like don't even want to give Adam Levine the, the goddamn satisfaction because I'm still pissed that he ruined Maroon 5. It's like if... And I, I think the, the this thing- is going to sound like a douchey take. It's like uh, someone you knew, someone you dated or something, someone you loved and or someone you got really close with and uh, didn't work out. And but it was great. They were they were great. And then uh, years later, they're they're still hot shit, but they're just. They're tanning too much. They're doing shit that they weren't yeah. doing before. And it's not necessarily wrong shit. It's not necessarily shit that you judge or it's look like, down this upon. Isn't you. But you're like, that's not what I knew you for. Yeah. Like you you just fucking changed. Right. And, yeah. That, and I'm not cla- mad at the person you are now. I'm just I, I'm disappointed I'm surprised, because I liked the but, other person. Yeah. I just want to know that that other person's still yeah. in there. It's that is like the classic uh like fame Hollywood story where it's like they yeah. just they just fucking changed man. Yeah. They just kind of lost their soul and a little bit. And if they were that way all the time, you know, I think they're a Cali band, so like the for them to be like big like sunglass wearers, I don't know if that's like a, a stereotype that you get famous you wear a lot of sunglasses, yeah. but I could see Inside, those guys wearing indoors. sunglasses all the fucking time. Well, I think that I think that um Maroon 5's always been Can a little bit. Can we start saying douchey. that about people? That uh, that 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 guy wears sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, and just like not clarify. <laughs> yeah, just like just that. that, but that sunglass wear, real sunglass wear. Get that. Hey, hey, pal, where are your sunglasses? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah just, just fucking take out your sunglasses. We all know you have sunglasses. Yeah, I think uh, Adam Levine. How many sunglasses oh, you have? How many? Yeah, uh, like probably like five, five pairs of sunglasses. I have like three. 
Yeah, are five's probably good? too many. But are they good sunglasses? Yeah, like, I got. Like they're not ex- not necessarily like expensive sunglasses, um, but they're good sunglasses. Today's episode, by the way, brought to you by uh, sunglasses. Knockarounds. <laughs> um, I meant to do knockarounds should sponsor us because they're good cheap sunglasses. So also, dang, 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 uh, they make pretty like cheap throw uh, knockaround sunglasses, and they're polarized. I thought the dang so 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 does knockarounds. Please, Ooh, okay. Um, mm. What. Uh, we should get in a uh, an ad read argument where <laughs> we, we I'm have, pushing knock around. You're we pushing should have, dang. We should have ad read gauntlets. Yes, where we just fucking be like it's only two twenty dollars brands. Only twenty dollars to sponsor this episode because you're kind of going to be in like an like, eight way tie. <laughs> right, we're letting the listeners choose. <laughs> yes, we should do. We should have a full episode uh, debating what it's brought to us by. Yes. What the episode yeah. is brought to us by. Don't hate that idea. I kind of want to scrap this episode and just do that. No, we honestly should. I'm, we'll talk to we'll talk to Nick and be like, hey, wrangle up like 10 to 12 sponsors. Don't charge them much because we might not be too good we're to We're not going to be selling much for yeah, them. Yeah, it's going to be, we're going to turn into a game. Um, one last Adam Levine point. Uh, the thing that I think pisses me the most off about Adam Levine is that he has still kept the Maroon 5 name for some ungodly reason. Mm, yeah. Like, Adam Levine is probably a bigger... Like, he could get away with just being Adam Levine and, like, it would still So draw. you're upset that he's making that he's making sure his friends still get paid? I guess if you once you put it that way, but I, I don't like the fact that he's, like, watering down the Maroon 5 uh, ba- brand. Yeah. Like, weirder- when I say, like, ah... Uh, I, I mean, like, I could still say, like, I love Maroon 5, mm. but now that gets associated with the new shit mm. rather than the old shit. Now I have to be like, I love what Maroon 5 used to be. What's weirder to me is Panic! at the Disco, because Panic! the Disco <laughs> The exclamation is point? Now, st- it's it's just Brendan Urie now, but it was, I think there were four people in the band, and the guitar player wrote all the songs. And after two albums, after Pretty Odd, which is, again, elite, the guitar player... And somebody else left the band. The guitar player and the bassist, I want to say, left the band. Uh, so then it was just Brendan Urie and the drummer. Mm-hmm. And they kept going with the name Panic! The Disco with Brendan Urie writing the songs. Yep. Then the drummer left. And the band became just Brendan Urie. And for like three albums now, it's just a one-man project. And you know it's called Panic! Like. At the Disco, but it's... Like what? What they are now? It's it's obviously similar because it's still the same voice, still the same singer. But like those songs, like that was that dude's writing. You know, it's it's not that it should have a different name. IMO. Uh, it sounds like a real uh, Smashing Pumpkin situation. Like ah, Billy Corgan. Corgan? Mm-hmm. Billy Corgan like has refused to let go of of the, the name of the Smashing Pumpkins name, despite like a million band changeovers. I think that and like he was releasing stuff by himself under the yeah. Smashing Pumpkins name. Like that to me is really sad. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's like a it's like a star ex like a high school athlete hmm. who like still brags about. Um, about his like athletic accomplishments to mm. people at a bar, like anybody that'll listen. You know what? Everyone mocks those people, but if either of us had athletic accomplishments, we'd I be think talking I would, about them. I think I'd talk about them, yeah, for sure. But like, I think I would talk about them in the sense like I realize it's not that cool mm. at this point. Well, that's how I talk about everything, <laughs> right? But like, uh, he's there. It's it's too much hanging on. I think. Yeah, 
I don't know. If I was ever good at something, I'd hang on. <laughs>